This week on the Tithe Podcast, Anna interviews Zari Haji Razul, Senior Privacy and Security Advisor at the Foreign Affairs Information Service in the Netherlands. With the majority of us now remote working, Zari talks about the challenge of maintaining the security of confidential data on different platforms, as well as how security teams can engage their colleagues to ensure good cyber hygiene, especially amongst new starters. In an atmosphere of uncertainty and fear, Zari discusses the best ways of educating and engaging colleagues remotely. Thanks so much for joining, Zari. Yeah. So we're in a crisis. COVID-19 is impacting the way we work. What are the challenges your security colleagues are facing now? Well, um, uh, I'm also working from home like uh, all other people around the world. Uh, Since uh, six weeks, uh, we all work uh, remotely. Uh, the whole security uh, department of our organization is working uh, remotely. And uh, one of the uh, biggest challenges uh, we uh, we had to deal with uh, the last couple of weeks is to provide a secured uh, workplace for all uh, employees. Uh, so we received a lot of questions about uh, communication. Uh, which platform is secured enough uh, to communicate, for example, confidential data? So that was one of our uh, most challenges. Uh, well, we actually had some uh, platforms uh, internally, but those were not uh, really, sometimes they were not uh, uh, suitable for communicating the uh, uh, confidential data. So. That was one of the biggest uh, challenges. Uh, the point is, uh, you have to make sure uh, that all the security measures are uh, working properly, even in crisis situation. So the biggest challenge is to safeguard the security uh, of your data in different situations. So uh, one of the questions we had, uh, still have, is uh, to find the most uh, suitable platform for video uh, calling. And uh, are we allowed uh, to communicate all data through that uh, platform? For example, confidential information. Um, Also, how do you deal with uh, issues like uh, phishing, uh, data breach, uh, those kind of issues in a crisis situation? Uh, are the uh, employees uh, are are they all aware of the risks involved in this situation? So normally you have a lot of uh, contact with all employees. Uh, you organize sessions. Uh, you make sure that they are all aware of the uh, new technology, new risks. But at this situation, uh, the uh, the communication is not really how it should be in a normal situation. So uh, one of the other challenges was to reach out to all uh, employees and uh, uh, make sure that they are all aware of the risks uh, associated with this situation. Okay, so in answer to that question, what, what can we communicate via video? What should we be communicating? Which platform should we be using? What do you advise? Well, um, uh, our advice is always uh, also we uh, advise our employees is to, uh, um, well, um, first look at the data you are communicating. If you are just, uh, if you have a, an informal uh, conversation with a colleague, you discuss a, 
process or something which is not really uh, confidential. Uh, you can uh, use the platform like MS uh, Teams or other platforms. We have private video rooms uh, available, uh, and those are suitable for communicating the data which is not confidential. But um, when you want to uh, very confidential data uh, or, uh, for example, uh, privacy um, data, uh, it's better to use um, uh, platforms which are which go through the internal network. Um, it's the best uh, way to do that. But when you the, we, what we always advise is to try not to discuss confidential information with external uh, people because uh, you can't use your internal platform for that and those platforms uh, are not suitable uh, uh, to discuss confidential data like MS Teams for example. The discussion we now have is just a general discussion you know it's not about uh, persons it's not about uh, privacy or very confidential information so it's okay to discuss those information through this um, channel. Uh, but for other information, for example, for very confidential information, we advise people to try to do that uh, at the office uh, when they uh, they want to meet uh, with two, three people. It's just better to do that at the office if it's very, very urgent and you can't postpone it, you know. Okay. And you mentioned about, you know, making sure employees know the importance of risk. Um, Right now, we're all remote working. You know, how can security teams engage with colleagues and make sure security hygiene is is of a, of a good standard? Well, uh, normally, uh, in a normal situation, we have uh, training uh, for, uh, for example, for new employees. One of the risks I want to address here is uh, are the new employees who start in this situation. They never meet their colleagues. They don't uh, follow the regular training, for example, for security. Uh, they don't get enough information. Uh, they don't know the systems. Uh, they don't know the processes. So that would be a risk in this situation. So one of the discussions we had uh, last week was to how can we reach to all uh, new employees who start? Uh, how can we arrange uh, sessions uh, for them? Uh, for example, online sessions. Uh, and one of the things we offer is, for example, an e-learning, uh, security e-learning. In a normal situation, it's not a mandatory uh, e-learning, but we just decided, we decided to uh, make it mandatory for uh, new employees. So we try to um, create uh, communication channels uh, to our uh, employees to make sure that they get all the information. For example, through our uh, intranet uh, site we have for security, uh, sending emails uh, to managers and to uh, security champions, for example, uh, make sure that they get all the information uh, and make sure that all new employees uh, get all the information needed. It's very important. Uh, how, how, for example, a new employee, when they get a laptop, uh, for example, or a tablet uh, from work, uh, they should know how to, how to work with that. Uh, what is the secure way uh, to work with that laptop? Uh, normally, they get instructions for that. Um, but in this situation, they just go to the IT department, they get their laptops and they go home. So we have to make sure that they um, still get the uh, 
in, um, in any case, the needed information, the necessary information to work securely. It's interesting you mentioned champions. A lot of people I talk to think that's the best way to, to, to communicate right now, particularly. Um, sure. it, would, you, would you say that, that more and more organizations are using champions as part of their security programs? Yeah, well, I uh, I always say that. I always try to uh, initiate it uh, uh, when I'm working for a client because not even in a crisis situation, in all situations, we can reach out to all people. When you have an organization with four, five, six thousand employees, you can never reach them all. So one of the best ways is that you have um, in each department, you have one person who knows about security, who can uh, communicate with other people. They sit in, um, they uh, participate in very, in most meetings uh, within their department, and they can make sure that the message goes to that people. So um, it's the best way to to do that, um, not only in a crisis situation, but in all situations. And in a crisis situation, it's even more important to have those people uh, to get over the message. Um, normally, they can, uh, well, they can always reach, uh, reach us uh, through email, of course. But normally, they, uh, they just uh, step by and they ask us questions. But right now, we are not uh, available at the office or maybe some people are not available by phone. So the best way, that, the best way for, for employees is, is just to contact one of their own colleagues and ask the questions. And uh, the other side is uh, one of the uh, one of the things I like about the champions is um, when your colleague tell you that uh, what are you doing is not right, it's not secured, you don't really mind because it's your colleague, you know. Um, but when I tell them or one of my colleagues tell them, it's like you are you are checking on them, you know. Um, so they, they listen better to their own colleague <laughs> than yeah. to people from other departments. So that's also one of other aspects of uh, using champions uh, to safeguard the security. Now, you mentioned security training earlier. With regards to security awareness training, they often say, well, you've got to make it fun and you've got to make it engaging. Um, and and right now we're in, in a, a situation of fear, of uncertainty. How can you keep that security awareness training going, still make it, making it engaging in this tense atmosphere? Well, um, involvement uh, is very important. Uh, one of the things we, dis uh, we discussed last week, it was uh, one of the suggestions was to make the e-learning uh, mandatory and organize an online training. So when I, uh, my reaction was, uh, it's, it's too much information. You know, you, you give them too much information through the e-learning, then you ask them to participate to an online training. It's all information. So it's, it could be too much for people who just, who, for employees who just started. So the better way would be uh, to start with the e-learning and then uh, organize an just informal session like, okay, guys, we know we are all... Uh, sitting in a, in this situation. Uh, actually, I really appreciate that you start in this situation and uh, try to make it fun, you know, uh, make it interactive. Ask questions. Uh, do you have any questions? You just uh, finish the e-learning. Do you have questions? Are there any topics you want to discuss with? 
So uh, we are available like one hour a week in a, some kind of session. Uh, employees can uh, register to participate and they just can participate. You know, it's just unlimited participation. They all can participate and ask questions, um, address topics, uh, topics you they want to discuss. So try to keep it informal, uh, certainly in this situation. Otherwise, it would be too much information and uh, you should ju just make sure that they, they, you understand their feelings that it's very difficult to start in this situation. Uh, try to think from their uh, point of view that uh, also could help uh, because if you just send them too much information, uh, you won't get uh, the results you actually expect to. So. What's too much information? What's a good way of balancing this? Uh, I think you should make it uh, interactive. Um, uh, that's why the e-learning is, uh, I think it's the best way uh, uh, to do that uh, rather than, for example, using a presentation. Because using a presentation or sending information through email, it's all like one side information from us to, to, to employees. But uh, an e-learning, for example, is more interactive because they learn something, then they have to answer some questions. And uh, those uh, sessions, uh, yeah, you can just organize it uh, very um, uh, with a lot of fun. For example, you can um, uh, organize a quiz session for employees with a very simple questions, you know, um, uh, and make sure that they just have fun making those quiz and also involve in, in, in this whole uh, topic. So. Um, how often would you recommend doing this? Well, at this uh, time, uh, we are uh, intending to um, organize it uh, once a week uh, because uh, there are lots of uh, new employees who start in this situation and we want to uh, actually make sure that they are all aware of all the, uh, yeah, the information. So right now is once a week, but normally um, at the office, uh, it would be once in uh, two weeks. Uh, so any two weeks, we have uh, one session for two hours for new employees. But in this situation, we decided to organize it more often. But, but what about the whole, the whole organization and, and maintaining that security awareness, not just for new employees, for the, the employees which are already with you? Well, uh, you have to make sure that um, what I also did at my other clients was to make sure that the topic uh, is uh, stays in mind uh, by everyone. So if you if you are very active organizing all the sessions for a few months and then uh, quit that, uh, people will forget about that. Uh, it's something you just forget because it's not like your daily work, you know. Uh, they all see it like, okay, there is security is also important, so I have to do that, but it's not really embedded in their uh, daily operations. So one of the things we did was to uh, make sure that in, uh, every week, uh, every month, we had a topic, for example, data breach or phishing or uh, using your uh, mobile devices. So every month, a topic, and we tried to, uh, we had some, for example, posters, uh, funny messages on intranet, uh, sending emails to champions, and try to um, inform them about that topic uh, in different ways and 
in a little bit funny ways, you know, so that they remember that. So working with topics and uh, try to exchange it every uh, every other time another topic so that uh, people will remember that and um, keep communicating. Never uh, stop communicating uh, about security and privacy because awareness is a continuous process. You are never finished with awareness. You can never say, okay, now we are finished with this project. It should never be a project at all. It should be an ongoing process within any organization. That's the only way to get the results you want. Because every day, every month, every week, you have to deal with new issues. So this week we have a lot of phishing mails, other weeks we have uh, to deal with the data breaches, other week we have other issues. So it's an ongoing process. Make sure that people know that it's an ongoing process. Very important. Great advice, Zari. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Many thanks to Zari for her time. Do stay safe and well. And join us next time on the Tice Podcast for more opinions and advice from information security experts.